Hello, Craggy Rugby fans, Oliver content in the lead up to the big game including the big chat with a member of the coaching team the night before the match is going to be part of our patreon.com forward slash craggy rugby exclusive content starting from October you can become a club member to get access to this kind of show each week and uh, lots lots more as well besides so while you're listening to this and enjoying it why not log on to patreon.com forward slash craggy rugby and find out how to get it throughout the season Pete it's Ready to go again. Uh, new season, uh, new coaching ticket. Um, you're in Cardiff. You've already arrived. How did the trip over go? Yeah, it was very smooth. Thanks, William. No, no, no problems at all. So it's uh, we set off from from Galway this morning, obviously, and and we'll head over and um, and, and head to our captain's run session at the Arms Park, and um, no, everything's gone to plan so far. Yeah, just looking at the team selected, there's a couple of, of interesting ones in there. I suppose the one that jumps out at me is Mac Hansen, uh, because we didn't see him in the two senior warm-up games. And then young Hubert Gilvary is on the bench because the, it's a little bit short at uh, scrum half cover. Um, talk to me about Mac Hansen. What have you been seeing from him in training? Well, we've been um, immensely impressed, which, you know, obviously his selection to come straight in and start reflects that. Um, he was fantastic early in pre-season, um, picked up our, our key principles from attack and defence very very rapidly. Um, he settled in really well to the group and, um, and just looked incredibly dangerous on the ball and, and certainly incredibly competent without the ball. So we had full faith in him. Ideally, he would have had a run in, in those pre-season games, as you mentioned, but um, he, he picked up a, a bit of a a knee and ankle uh, niggle um, just approaching those games. But, uh, but he was able to start for the Eagles against Leinster A last week and, um, and, and picked up exactly where he left off before that couple of week layoff. So it was great for him to get that game time under his belt last week. And um, we're really excited about, about the possibility of him starting. So, you know, it's due reward for, um, I guess, the qualities we saw in recruiting him, but, but equally the form he's shown in pre-season so far. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big opportunity for all these players. I, I suppose I, I don't really want to keep talking about players who aren't available, but, you know, there's a few players missing, the likes of, of, of Gavin Thornbury, Dennis Buckley, and I suppose Leva Fafita was somebody that you would have been hoping maybe to get started in the first game, but you've got some you've got some good cover there. I mean, Cian Prendergast is, uh, was very impressive against London Irish when he got that chance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Keane's been immense, and uh, you know the, the the cameos we saw from him last year showed incredible potential. And you know, he's developed physically and in terms of his um, his game as well during the break and then during this preseason. So um, no, he's certainly there on merit. And as you said, there's a, a couple of more familiar names missing. Um, you know, you mentioned young Hubert Gilvary getting his opportunity on the bench at scrum half. It's probably just a week too early for for Caelan Blade, um, who, who was carrying a knock coming out of the Irish. Uh, the Irish campaign in the summer, so um, you know it's great for Hubert. He, he spent most of um, most of pre-season with us as well, so he's really familiar with what we're doing. And uh, you know we're lucky there are uh, three very promising scrum halves in the academy, and, and he's been the pick of the bunch for us so far. So you know he gets his chance there, and um, you know we're excited about what he could do potentially off the bench, but but also great to have Kieran Marlian starting. So yeah, there are a couple of guys missing, but but there's still some very familiar names in that in that lineup, and. Um, as you said, the young guys that, that are involved or the new guys that are involved very much there on um, on merit. If you're as old as me, you'll remember a, a pop band called the Tom Tom Club. I'm tempted to think the Tom Tom centre partnership 
um, is very, Daly and Farrell is going to be pretty important to controlling your attack, but also defending against the way that Cardiff set up to play because both of these sides you Connacht are talking about playing a high tempo game similar situation with Cardiff this this um this could be a bit of a, a shootout sort of match yeah I, I think it's certainly uh, it's certainly building to be a very exciting contest you know you're never quite sure with these um with these first up games in round one but um, you know, as you alluded to, Cardiff, I think, was the, had the third highest ball in play time last season across uh, across all the the Pro 14 games on average. So, you know, they certainly like to keep the ball in play and, and have a go. It's a part of our game that, you know, we look to grow during this preseason and 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 we want to push that tempo, you know, above where we have been previously. So, and that makes for a really entertaining contest. Hopefully. Um, you mentioned the two Toms there in midfield. Uh, you know, we're really excited. And, and with due respect to the other options we've got at centre, um, you know, it's a pairing that, that for us gives us everything. It gives us that, I guess, game understanding, communication and control in defence. But um, but they both, as, as you know well, have got you know immense qualities in attack as well in terms of Tom Farrell's footwork and his ability to beat a defender one-on-one. Um, Tom Daly's game line and control that he gives us and, and also another kicking option. So um, it's a really nice balance for us. And, and in terms of those Cardiff threats with, um, you know, Lilo and Halaholo and, and, and such like, it's, um, you know, you need to have your, your centre partnership in order and, and we need that to be strong both sides of the ball. So, you know, it's a great challenge for them, but we're really excited about, about what we're bringing to the fight as well. Are you making any specific provisions for the fifty twenty two law change, uh, or is that something that's going to sort of happen by osmosis, or are you actually setting up to deal with it and to use it from a conduct perspective? Is this? Do you think it's going to make a big change? Uh, it's a really interesting one. I, I guess it, it's similar to some of the other law variations that have come in over the years, in that you know, as coaches and also players, you spend um, probably an exceptional amount of time talking about the, the laws when they first come in and a lot of planning goes into how we're going to use it or how we're going to combat it. And then, you know, you watch some of these early games and the early preseason games and you don't see very much of it at all in the games. So it's something we've talked about a lot and we're very aware of. Um, I, I think it will affect defences in terms of how they, how they man that backfield, um, you know, whether more teams will go to a a set two-man backfield rather than that traditional three-man pendulum. I think that's definitely an option there. Um, but I think we'll still see those three-man pendulums and, and teams will just have to work quicker and smarter to make sure they take that kick space away. Um, I think a lot of it will come back to individual teams' DNA in terms of how they want to play coming out of their own half. You know, the teams that, that traditionally would kick out of their own half, particularly between their own 22 and the 50-metre line, you know, they'll probably continue to do so, but but know that there's an even greater reward for them. And, and the teams that want to have a go from deep will probably still have a go. So I think probably midfield scrums are the, the time that you'll be challenged most in, in terms of that balance between uh, defending the front line, the running threat, and making sure you've got due cover in the backfield. So I, I reckon that's where it's going to be most dangerous for teams or, or the best opportunity for teams. Um, and we certainly spent a fair amount of time on the training paddock working through those scenarios, um, you know, both sides of the ball to make, make sure we're well covered. What's the what's the key to winning this, um, Pete? Because the I know I know there were warm up games, but they they didn't probably go as well as you would have hoped. What what do you need to get right tomorrow night to come out of Cardiff with a winning start to the season? 
Yeah, well, I, th- I think those warm-up games, as much as it's it's important and, and you know pleasing to get momentum by winning those pre-season games, I think it it depends what your purpose with them. For us, we wanted to try out different combinations and give opportunities to guys. But really, the key objective was to see evidence of our, of our key principles that we're looking to bring in in our attacking game and, and also the defensive side of the ball. So in, in that sense, we did tick some of those boxes, if not all. Um, but we, we want to see that identity come through. We talked about playing faster, uh, certainly in attack. We want to give ourselves the, uh, the option or the ability to play through teams as, a, as well as around them. Um, that's something we've been working on, um, you know, fairly intensively through the preseason period. So, um, increased line speed in defence. You know, a lot of teams say that at this time of year, but um, you know, they're some of the key objectives that we set ourselves to build across preseason that we've worked on in those preseason games. Um, and all of those factors will be important against Cardiff because, as we said, they'll bring a high tempo game. They're a good defence, um, third least points conceded in the competition last season. So. Yeah, we'll have to attack effectively, but we'll have to be relentless with that as well. They'll they'll be used to a fast game, and you know we'll need to maintain our tempo and make sure we're accurate along with it. So, you know, there's different bits of the, the jigsaw that go into it. But if we can stay true to what we've been building through preseason and this this rugby identity, I suppose that we're trying to enhance and create, then um, I think we'll be in a good spot. They're, they're generally tight games against Cardiff, um, particularly over here. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't think you see it as a game that's won in the first 20 minutes, but we'll, um, you know, we'll be there or thereabouts and give ourselves every opportunity. I was talking to uh, Di Young, the Cardiff uh, coach, on a press conference earlier in the week, and he said, this game will not finish three each. So let's hope he's right in that. Let's hope it's a really good, exciting start to the season with a good result for Connacht at the end of it. We look forward to broadcasting from Cardiff tomorrow night Pete thank you very much for your time and uh, good luck tomorrow we'll talk again soon yeah pleasure as ever thanks William cheers